Welcome everyone to the BISA Portfolio Podcast, a podcast elevating members' voices from BISA, the leading financial services industry association. I'm Jane Ellen Porter, guest host for this podcast, highlighting two of our 2022 Circle of Excellence awardees, John Alario and Jim Nonengard. They will be sharing their experiences navigating the world of the bank and insurance securities and how they found and created community along the way. Welcome, Jim and John. I am so excited to be with you guys this afternoon and celebrating your success for the Circle of Excellence Awards. I want to share just a bit of my own background in knowing both of you before we get started. So I've had the incredible pleasure of knowing both of you for quite a few years and through BISA and and some of the peer groups that we have formed over the years. And, you know, when we're talking about community and I think about my own community within the industry, your two names that pop into my head as supporters and peers to bounce information off and how important that has been to my career. So before we get going, I want to thank you both for everything that you've done for me and our program throughout the years. So I'm going to turn to each of you and ask you to share a bit of your own background about where you started, how you got to where you are, and the importance of creating community within the association along the way. So Jim, I'm going to turn to you first. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks, Jane Ellen. And it's great to hear you and great to hear John. Thanks for the opportunity. I'm Jim Nonengard. I'm the head of Regions Investment Services, which is Regions Bank, 15 states in the Southeast, headquartered in Birmingham, Alabama, and been in the business since, uh, I guess, 1985, doing various things along the way. I'm sure we'll talk about it, but I really enjoyed it, really enjoyed my experience with BISA. I really uh, encourage everybody to get involved. There's so many communities out there that we're going to talk about that some you don't even see. And just this one with Jane Ellen and John as one, but also all of our board members at BISA, just phenomenal opportunity and just um, a great opportunity. So I'll let John go and introduce himself, and then we'll get into the program. Great. Thanks. John. Thank you, Jane Ellen. And hey, Jim, how are you? Great to be here with everybody. My name is John O'Leario. I am the head of Webster Investments at Webster Bank, and I have been at Webster for 25 years. And I've been a longstanding member of BISA and have also had a tremendous partnership with LPL for the last 15 years. 25 years at Webster, there's been so much that's happened and so much involvement, and yet so much uh, just seems the same. It seems like home, which is great, and it is. But I've been in the investment business in total for 35 years, and hopefully we can share a little bit of that today, Jim and I, about our experiences, and we can talk along the way. Great. So I just want to kind of have a really open conversation to begin with to talk about how did you both get involved in BISA? I mean, you both have been such great leaders for the association. You know, Jim as one of our past presidents, John as our new president coming in. But can you talk about how you got involved at the very beginning of your time with BISA? And I'll start with you, John, and then open it up to just an open discussion. Awesome. It's been, I would say, close to 15 years that I've been associated with BISA. I first was introduced by my supervisor and boss and friend at the time and mentor, and that was Tom Howe, who was a board member of BISA and who also was a Circle of Excellence recipient. And I won't say that I follow in Tom's footsteps because they're too big to follow in, but 
I certainly learned a lot from that fine gentleman and still continue to, to this day. But he, you know, without a doubt, just told me, you're going to get active in BISA and it's going to help your career. And Tom was always right. And he certainly was right about that. And it didn't take any arm twisting. My very first BISA conference, I walked in wide-eyed sales manager, and I just saw so much opportunity to learn, to meet peers, and to really, you know, establish myself in the industry in a way that could be unique and that could help me, help my team, and, and also you know, help others all around me and participate with others. So I felt an immediate sense of community from the very first event I attended, I have to say. Great. 15 years. Wow. Jim, how about you? Yeah, yeah it's been, uh, been a ride. I was a kid from Buffalo, New York, got to Birmingham, Alabama. We don't have enough time for that, but I did things others didn't want to do. I uh, put myself forward. I had heard about this BSA at the time convention, and the agenda looked good, and I talked to my boss, and uh, he thought it was a great idea. He ended up, John Porter was one of my mentors from South Trust Securities, actually was involved in the board up until the merger of South Trust. And he also was the president of BSA at one point. So I got to go front and center. I got a lot of introductions from him. And my first BSA conference, John, was at Torrey Pines in California. And our speaker at the time, many years ago, was Larry Kudlow. And nobody knew who he was. <laughs> and I felt bad because he, he was speaking on a Friday morning and everybody left. And so it was uh, that was my first inclination. It was like, you know, you got to stay, you got to learn, you, you got to meet, you got to make friends, you got to network. And it, I've been hooked ever since. And my team is hooked when we were at South Trust and before we became Regions uh, AmSouth, we were heavily involved with BISA. Well, it's been great connections. And it's not just connections with guys like John and Jane Ellen and the other board members. It's the other, and we'll talk about it, the other communities that exist, the ops people, the technology people wholesalers, uh, people that are all out there. And I tried to figure out how to leverage could help me. And now I'm in the position of seeing who I can help. And it's real funny during the holidays, you get a lot of calls from people just checking in and what's going on. And some of these people were at that conference in Torrey Pines. Uh, we talked about it, but we're still friends. We're still talking and we're still trying to get to a mountain that has no top. And it's, it started all with BISA and every one of those people over the years has been a resource being able to call them and to bounce ideas and then the whole other community that supports us and not just the back office ops, but to the whole community through our vendors, whether they be mutual funds, insurance, you know, on the money management side, they really propel us and really help us a lot. And really um, what I would say, multiply our program. They do a, do a phenomenal job and I'm ever indebted to all those people who have, have helped along the way. But BISA has been fun and I've seen it change. I've seen it move. And it's just a lot more people involved, a lot more uh, diverse. And there's some great people running programs and some great people that are down there running the back shops that I encourage everybody to go and meet because here I am 40 years at BISA and I'm still talking to somebody that I met 35 years ago. And we're still talking about how to get his fund on the platform. So it, that's just all fun stuff. And we end up being friends and we can talk very open and frank. And uh, it's just really been a, a really a, a wealth of knowledge. And then with the board, not just the board meetings, but uh, the one-offs at lunch and afterwards and the cocktail reception is just, it's when you really find out what's going on. So I encourage everybody. Thanks. Yeah. Lots of fun times over the years. So 
before we really kind of dive into some of the questions I have for each of you, I, I do want to remind everyone about what the Circle of Excellence Award is. And, you know, it is BISA's most prestigious award and honors and celebrates our extraordinary leaders for their long-term commitment to the profession and the association. And as John and Jim have just said, together they have 40, 50 years together with the association. And to be eligible, candidates must be a senior level executive in their institution with a minimum of 20 cumulative years of experience in the industry as a whole, and really have made a meaningful contribution with a lasting impact to the association and the industry, which you both certainly have. Candidates are recognized among their peers for their outstanding vision, innovation, and career achievements. In our last episode, I did speak with two other prestigious 2022 awardees. That was Ram Nagampan and Howard Hammond, and they both discussed cultivating growth through their careers. And if you haven't yet, I'm going to ask everybody who's listening to today's podcast to please take a moment to listen to that episode and leave your podcast a rating and review it while you're out there. So I want to dive into our discussion today, which is going to be a little bit different than our discussion with Ram and Howard, and really, again, want to touch on your experiences and strategies for networking, how, you know, again, this community has helped build you and your programs and and what you've seen over the years. So I'm going to start with, and of course, before I get started, you know, our annual convention, which really is the annual cultivation of the whole industry as a whole. And as you both have just said, it's just such a great experience for everybody. And of course, we've got other things that go on throughout the year that keep us all together. So John, I'm going to start with you. If you could just tell me what it means to you to be a Circle of Excellence winner, and can you share what your reaction was when you were nominated? Yeah, I I was pretty surprised to be nominated for sure. And I was extremely honored. And then to be chosen was all that much more. I really do feel it was a big deal for me because BISA has meant so much to me and I have developed, uh, I'm so glad the topic of our discussion today is community because it has been such a critical community for me and for my entire team at Webster. I feel BISA is a family for me. Webster has been an incredible part of my life and a family for me. And countless number of times that I have just been able to lean on the community at BISA for the benefit of my community and my team and for all of us at Webster. So I was certainly very happy. And the biggest thing I think I was, was proud for Webster. We're growing. So now we're twice the size with our recent merger, but you know, for our size bank, for us to be able to develop, you know, I, I think a, a top tier investment program alongside all of the top tier other services at Webster. Every time we get recognition of what a great place Webster is, just makes me proud to be there and to continue to be a part of the executive team there. Great. Thanks, John. Jim, same question yeah. for you. Yeah, I was very surprised and incredibly appreciative. And to this day, I still don't know who nominated me. So that's pretty cool, too. So. I'm just thinking everybody did, but no, it was a great honor and, you know, recognition of work and recognition of my passion for the industry and just a recognition of, you know, very fortunate career. 
And, uh, you know, I thought before this call of the people that have helped me along the way and can't list them all, but we had our earnings announcement this morning and had a couple hours to get some lunch before I got here and just thought about how the heck did that happen? And how the heck do I know that person for 30 years? And, you know, how did somebody see something in me to give me that opportunity? And, um, you know, a lot of it started by, you know, like I said, doing stuff that other didn't do, but stepping up, making myself known. I did that at BISA, uh, participated in roundtables and peer-to-peer groups and worked the room. And you start making connections. The next thing you know, you're doing business with somebody and they're doing a rate campaign or they're coming in and want to put their product in your managed money platform and then um, you're golfing with them. And then and, you know, I know a lot of these folks, kids and wives' names over the year. And there's several on the BISA board that uh, really helped me along and selected and uh, just been, been, been really good. But, you know, I, uh, I look forward to going again. I look forward. It's, it's changing it's, it's awesome. New folks getting involved. And you get out of the association what you put into it. You get out of roundtables and peer-to-peer discussions of what you want out of it. And if it's just to go down and work a room or you know go out by the pool or go to two sessions and then out of there, which some people have to, you know, particularly on our, our partner side, they're blowing and going all over the country. But just remember, you, you get out of it what you put into it. And I remember going to my first BSA conference, John, out at Torrey Pines, and I just looked at the attendee list. And while I didn't know their names, I recognized the banks that they were with. And I was like, holy tamale, this guy runs all of Wachovia Securities. Oh, this guy runs Bank of America. And it was, um, you know, how, how could I figure out how to make myself known? And just, if nothing else, have a handshake and, you know, how are you doing? I will say on the circle of excellence, the best thing was going on stage Jane Ellen, right after Nick Saban. That was a little intimidating, yeah. you know, and we're here, we're uh, roll tide. My daughter's a Alabama fan and Nick Saban talked to me. He said, hello. So I was, uh, <laughs> I was really excited and just working with Frank Consolo and Mike Mirabali up uh, during that. And then some folks that have moved on like Dan McCormick, really been a pleasure to be around. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember my first BISA, like the actual large conference was at Doral. So I don't even know how many years ago that was. But, you know, again, same as you, right? That we met so many great people. And, you know, and I think back all the years that I've been going as well and, you know, being with all of you. and, And then I think about last year, right? That conference was it was amazing because none of us had been together, you know, as an industry since March of 2020, right before everything shut down. And it was just so awesome to all be together and share the ideas and how much things actually had changed, right. Of from the technology that we'd all been using and all of the different topics that just two years ago probably wouldn't even have been on our agendas. So yeah, I what, think everybody's looking really, forward to this year. What's really interesting is a, a lot of my team now, they've been asking just in the last month, can I go? Do I get to go this year? And you know, we can't send everybody. And it's quite an honor to be able to go down and network and meet people. And they're starting to know people. And a couple of folks that work for me are on some peer-to-peer and roundtable discussions. So it's really, really satisfying to me to see, uh, you know, next generations come on up through and participate in the association so that it's it remains healthy. It remains relevant. And we talk about the topics of the day and help each other. That's really what it's yeah. about is helping each other. Absolutely. And I know, Jim, you just touched on, you know, kind of how you over the years have sought out in the community, right? The BISA community and our partners and 
how that helped your business, right? Bringing in money managers and such. And John, can you talk a little bit about how you've sought out the community in general and and what effect that had on your career? Yeah, again, going back to, I think we're all referencing the very first time we went to one, which is just such a great memory and started a process, I think, for all of us. And and for me, very similar to what you're saying, Jim, I looked at the list of participants and my eyes were just wide open and I was eager to try to meet as many people as I possibly could. I wanted more than a handshake. I, I did try to pick as many brains as I could from a face-to-face perspective, but I'm also kind of nerdy and I did go to all of the different breakouts and, and I did take notes and then I did follow up with the contact lists that were there and you know, really knew I, there were a lot of people I needed to get to know because it was going to be important for me and for where I wanted to progress with my own career and, and how to grow Webster. Because for me, that's what it was all about. How do I help to make Webster invest that it possibly can be? And every year yeah. I've met new people, but yet you continue to see, you know, so many familiar faces that there's just always time and, and you stop. And sometimes the simplest thing to walk halfway across the room at BISA can take you 45 minutes to do because every step you take, there is somebody that you want more than just a, Hey, how you doing? You need to catch up and more than you need to catch up. You need to find out exactly what's going on with them because they've been a part of important things that you've discussed together in the past and learned from one another in the past. And you just keep that going and it just keeps growing and it just keeps progressing. And then you bring, you know, more of, of your own team. Last year, we had seven or eight participants at BISA from Webster, and I was extremely proud of that because I know that all of them are trying to take advantage of the atmosphere there and going there together as a Webster community, and and we were proud of that. But then also each one of them being able to expand their community, which is just so important for everyone and anyone to do. The last aspect I really want to talk about, because I think it leaks to community, is it was a, a big, big year for Webster last year at the convention. I, I was just tickled pink with my honor and just you know, so happy about that. But Webster also did receive the diversity award and we did also have a rising star participant as well. And so with having, you know, kind of the hat trick there, we were really pleased with ourselves and probably most so for the diversity award. And I'm so proud that BISA is putting so much effort and stock in that award and being able to recognize the importance of growing diversity opportunities and expanding who we are as an organization every day. And it's important. It's it's real at BISA and it's real at so many of our institutions for the banks in general or credit unions in general. But I think so many of us who are part of BISA are truly trying to make it real in the investment division because it makes all the difference in the world and it needs to be a bigger part of our future every day. And so that makes me really proud to be a part of BISA because this is such an important part of BISA today. And and I know it will be more and more going forward. John, that's awesome. Congrats. And, you know, what's interesting with that is we're not going to date ourselves here or age ourselves or whatever. But, um, you know, to the, uh, the partner community, whether it be product partners, technology people, they need to get to know these people. They're future leaders and they're future decision makers. 
And I know some of these, you know, we do succession planning all the time. And we have those people going to BISA every year and learning and taking in knowledge. And they're, they're going to be doing the decisions at some point down the road. So, you know, standing at the booth and hoping somebody comes by it, I don't know what the percentages are on that. But working the room and looking at name tags and introducing yourself, uh, not in an obnoxious way. You probably know a lot of them. But, you know, you could ask me or John or whoever that, you know, the other board members or heads of programs to introduce you to their teams that are there. And really, uh, you know, the, the community part is really cool because Jane Ellen, you know, with other counterparts that run investment programs, yeah, it is hanging out. Yeah, it's networking. But, I mean, asking questions like, what are you going to do with this DOL rule? What are you doing with Reg BI? Yep. Uh, yeah, what about your platform program? You guys, you know, write a lot of fixed annuities on your platform. What are you going to do with that? And it was real interesting. It uh, makes you think, and you really get some connections. And then I've been able to hook up our legal people and compliance people with some folks that were there from other banks and just kind of talk a few things. And they also go to the regulatory conference and really commits, as they say. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, as things come up, right, in the industry, which is constantly, to have this feeling of kind of we're all in this together, right, and we execute differently. That's why we have different programs. But to pull some of the great minds together who've been through tough times, not so tough times, right, and get ideas and bounce off of each other. It's comforting, especially in the hard times, right? I remember when COVID started right after we had all come back from the conference and we were on calls very quickly saying, okay, how are you guys doing this? How are you deploying technology? What are we doing, you know, with the regulators when it comes to recording and chatting within WebExes, et cetera, right? I mean, it was so nice to have people who you didn't have to explain things to, right? That we all speak the same language and and to get some ideas that perhaps you couldn't think that quickly on your feet on your own. And it was super helpful, at least to me, and I would assume to you guys as well. And Jane Allen, I look at our relationship and it's well over 20 years and it just Mm -hmm. continues to evolve. And every step along the way, of you and I having a great professional rapport and relationship and constant dialogue, we have been direct competitors. Um, Absolutely. Better I, your number one competitor in the same mm-hmm. state, you know, and now what was people's for you? It is, you know, now MT and you've gotten bigger and we've gotten bigger. And, you know, we're still in so many states where we are direct competitors. And still, we've always been able to lean on one another. Absolutely. When, and then I'd say, well, how do you do that? Well, we do. And in fact, we do it more every day. And, and it's so funny, you know, all of a sudden you'd have a merger, I'd have a merger, you'd have something, mm-hmm. I'd have something. And which meant we all had to be, each one of us, more on top of our game and execute. And when you're executing, you have to be mindful of executing, you know, against your competitors. But that doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're not developing this relationship with your competitors. And for me, it's real special. Uh, I, I think yep. in your, there's so many others like the two of us in a similar situation. Well, the industry is kind of, when we talk about community, it's kind of like a man down, you know, and when somebody merges and then you go through that black hole, you don't know if you're in, you're out, who's doing what, how do you help, who's got jobs, and you try to help people in the business that you've networked with and like in your community. And I don't know how, Jane Allen, how you'd feel about it, but I, I bet it helped with you and Richard Marsh and the folks at MT from your connections at BISA to get connected pretty quick there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think for those who don't know, I was with People's Securities and People's United Bank for 32 years of my career. And just in the last year, we've merged with M&T. 
And I mean, this is a really great example of community. In the first, I would say, two weeks after the merger announcement, before it was approved by the Fed, which took a while, I probably received at least 20 phone calls from my community at BISA just saying, of course, are you okay? How are things going? But even more so was talking about their relationship with the folks at M&T and how they felt that it was just going to be such a great culture fit. And that was really comforting as a leader, right? I, I knew the leadership over the years at m and I knew Rich a little bit from being on the board, right? Again, community. But to hear this from people who, you know, I have known and worked with for many, many years as a leader going through a merger and then a very large conversion, that was really helpful to help me keep clarity of, okay, this is a good thing. This is a great program. We know the same people. And those people were calling me saying, this is great. It's going to be great. So for sure. And then John, to your point of our years together in the same footprint, yeah, I mean, I have only had the utmost respect for you and Tom before, you know, he retired and how you run the program. And, you know, we've bounced stuff off each other, you know, over the years as well. So it's funny because I'm not sure if every industry is like this, right, that you can be direct competitors and just, you know, really be close colleagues and friends and have incredible respect for each other. So, again, another really special part of BISA in general. So going to ask you guys both a question. You know, what would you recommend to peers who, you know, perhaps are not part of BISA or thinking of joining people who are rising through the ranks, right? What would your recommendations be to those folks as they embark on their own journeys, right, of growing their community throughout the industry? So, Jim, I'll start with you. Yeah. First thing I'd say is get involved. And I don't mean sign up for committees, but I mean, register and go and clear it with whoever you need to clear it with. Look at that agenda and give it a try and see if what we're talking about is true for you too. It will be. And I just think um, it's one of those deals where maybe I can't remember Jane Ellen, if John wanted to go or he didn't want to go and he thought he was punishing me to send me to go all the way to California, but it turned out absolutely spectacular. And even when South Trust merged with Wachovia, I knew some of the Wachovia people already just from BISA and networking. But, you know, take a look at the agenda and give it a try, attend, participate, ask questions. And I think you'll be well rewarded and make yourself known for sure because we need future leaders in BISA. Good team, but make yourself known to people. Great. Thanks, Tim. John? I'm going to build on your last phrase there, Jim, and that's make yourself known for sure. Just realize just how much you have to offer but you can't offer it and you can't share yourselves with and everything that you've accomplished and everything that you are with others if you don't dive into the community and if you don't get to know people and let them get to know you. So it's pretty simple, but sometimes we don't make the time to be able to get to know people on a different level, on a slightly deeper level, so that you can start asking each other the slightly tougher questions that we all have and are much easier to face when we can face them together. I would also encourage some of the banks, the bankers, or people that work at some of the banks that are with third-party marketers like Cetera, Infinex, Raymond James, LPL, to contact your account manager about this conference, because they're all going to be there. And they may be able to help and sponsor and 
go to great lengths in introducing you if you have never been to one of the conferences. Yeah, very true. So I want to thank you both. I do have to tell you that when BISA asked me to host these podcasts, I'm so honored to be able to spend this time with the two of you and, of course, with Ram and Howard on the other podcast. And really, again, thank you for your guidance and your leadership over the years. It's been, like I said earlier, really incredible for me and, and our firm to be able to share together and our journeys over these years. You know, community is so important across our field, and I really hope that this discussion inspired others in the field to take a step towards creating deeper community with peers and mentors, mentees, and stakeholders within their own communities and the industry as a whole. So thank you guys both for joining us. I think this was great and look forward to future podcasts with you as well as seeing you at the conference. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. It's been great, as always. Thanks, John. Thanks. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review so you won't miss future uploads. And please share the podcast and join the conversation on social media. Thank you for joining us and have a great day.